0: What's up everybody welcome back to the seven figure flipping podcast this is bill allen and today i heard a quote called your mess is your becomes your message so um, you know what happened to us in our past um kind of becomes who we are and some of those things and it took me back to last year's flip hacking live presentation that i did on the hero's two journeys so um, what i wanted to do today and i know we played it on the podcast like a year ago but we're coming up on flip hacking live it's just a couple months away it is a huge event i've been preparing for it for the last four or five months and I am building out the program right now. But I want to play this for you on the podcast because I want to remind you how important this is. This Heroes 2 Journeys concept, that uh, that quote reminded me of it. Your mess becomes your message. It's kind of like you know all the things that you think happened in your past that define you um, and some of the takeaways that I had from understanding these uh, Heroes 2 Journeys. And I think it'll help you, especially right now, wherever you are, there's somebody out there that needs to hear this. So I want to play it for you again and kind of revisit that Flip Hacking Live presentation that I gave last year in the virtual world. And as I look forward to this year, in just a couple months, kind of kick off the event with an absolutely amazing presentation for you guys again. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity, and that's why we are the elite. We are seven-figure flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. For the last like six or seven months, I've been thinking about this nonstop. Everything that we're going through, everything that I've been through for the past like six or seven years of my real estate journey, and even before that in the military. What is it? And I look, at, I look at my life and this journey that I've been on in real estate as almost like a movie. So, over the next three days, what, I, what, what my goal is for you is to take you on this journey. To take you on this three-day journey and almost like a movie. And this ups and downs in this, what do we have together? Like 30 hours of time together where... You guys are going to want to stay plug-in, and you're going you're to miss something. Like they said in the beginning, to miss a little bit is to miss a lot, right? And you wouldn't kind of walk out for like a third of the movie, right? You need to see the, everything build up. You need to see the presentations. You need to understand what's happening. Every single person that comes here has been put into place for a reason. So think of this event like a movie, like a three-day movie or a journey that we're going to build on for you. And the supporting characters are the people who are going to be up here on the stage, like me and Andy and Mike, and Walter Bond, and some of the other speakers that are coming to the studio, and the people that are come to, come to you virtually, they are the supporting cast in this movie, in this journey. But the hero, the hero, there's a hero in every movie, right? Every movie's set up, and there's some hero character, and that's you guys. You guys are the hero. Individually, you're the hero of the story. You're the hero of your life. And so what I wanna do is I wanna dig into that a little bit, because that's really what I've been thinking about lately. And for me, I've kinda looked back on my journey and have seen some Concepts and ideas and things that I want to kind of develop here and and bring you in and let you see kind of behind the curtain of my journey and see where you are in that journey. So First of all, do you see yourselves as heroes? Like do you individually see yourself as the hero of your life and your journey right now? I know that I didn't when I was getting started absolutely not I did not see myself as the hero and I still have trouble like looking at it that way But I want to break it down for you. Are you guys the heroes to your family? Are you the heroes to your friend? your friends, your, your network. Are you that hero? Do you feel like that? And a lot of times we don't or we think it's egotistical or to use that kind of term or feel like that, but we are. Like you guys are the heroes of this three-day journey. And so if you can think about that, put yourself in that mindset as you go forward, you're going to start collecting things along the way. You're going to collect these like treasures and nuggets and little things as we go to develop yourself as a hero. So I've been looking at this a lot, like I said, and, and I've I've studied a couple things, and Joseph Campbell wrote a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces, and then this guy named uh, Michael Haig and Christopher Vogler, these two guys, they're screenwriters in, um, in Hollywood, in L.A. Some of you guys might have heard of them, some of you guys may have read some of their books, but they did something called The Hero's Two Journeys, and they did a presentation to a bunch of other screenwriters and other um, actors and, um, and, and writers, even uh, book writers and things like that, to break this down. So every movie that you watch has this journey of these heroes these heroes but they're on two different journeys and so every story starts with that character like you can just think about character you're the character in the story right in these 3 days you're going to develop as the hero you're the character so Reach in your box right now. You can reach in your box and grab your, Sh- your uh, Shrek stress ball. Let me see if I have one here. So I gave this to you guys for a reason. A lot of you have no idea why you have it, but we have this Shrek stress ball, right? So I'm going to have a little fun, and I'm going to use Shrek to help me in this story. So hopefully you guys have seen the movie Shrek. Uh, if you haven't, maybe you watch it tonight or tomorrow to kind of see this, but you got your Shrek stress ball, and just kind of put it on your table and kind of look at it because Shrek is going to be our hero in this conversation to kind of help us get through this. So... And this framework that I'm going to bring you, bring you on, it's very evident when you look at different movies. And you'll probably not look at movies the same after this presentation, I hope. So it, this whole journey starts with something inside of that character. So it starts from inside of us. Like, what's happening? So there's something that we want to happen. Like, there's a calling. You get this calling. You guys are all here for a reason. You came to this event for a reason. You had some sort of calling and said, I want to get involved in real estate. Even if you are in real estate or you're doing hundreds of deals a year, at some point you had this calling, right? You had something that said, I want to come here and do this. And it's usually one of two things. It's usually a longing, like I want to do something. And you know that. It's right in front of you. Like, hey, I want to leave my job. I want to uh, go flip 10 houses a year. I want to check this out. Like there's something that's, that you know that you want. You have a longing to do something. Then the other one, so the longing being like a desire or need to do something, Right? The thing with a longing, a lot of times when we say, I want to do something, it's external. We're just playing lip service to it, right? If you wanted to go flip 10 houses, you would just go flip 10 houses, right? Like just do it, what's stopping you, right? So you have this longing to do something, and, but a lot of times we give it lip service. Like we just say, I want to do this thing, right? And the reason for that is because you don't have the courage yet. You don't have the courage to go do that thing. And you need to build that up, that takes time, right? So that's the longing, like you don't have the courage, and and that is, you don't have the courage, like dot, 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 yet. You don't have it yet, and that's why you're here, and that's why you do these things, that's why you continue to develop yourself. Those of you that are flipping hundreds of houses a year, you're trying to get to the next level, you might just not have the courage to get to that next level, and you still have this next longing, this next thing, right? So the other side is a need. You might have a need, and that need is where Shrek comes in. Shrek did not have a longing to leave the swamp, right? He did, not, he did not want all the fairy tale, fa- fairy tale characters and creatures to be in a swamp. He wanted to be alone. He was happy alone. He wanted to live in a swamp. But he had this deep down need, and the thing with the longing is you know that it's there. You know that you want to go do something. The other side is you might have a need, and that need is, is underneath the surface. You don't know that it's there until it shows up, right? And so a lot of times you start on this journey, like Shrek started on this journey, but he had this need. He had this need to, be, to have, these, uh, have people come in to develop um, uh, relationships, to let Donkey kind of share the swamp with him, right? And so he had this need, but he didn't know that. He was living in the swamp. Everything was fine. He was alone and happy, right? He thought he was happy, but he wasn't happy. And a lot of us, we have this need. There's something inside of us that are like, something's got to change. So that you have a longing which is external. You know it's happening, but you're giving it lip service. Or you have this need of something that you need to go do, but you don't know exactly what it is yet, right? So you start out on this journey. And that might be you. You might be here starting out on this journey saying, I'm going to go check this thing out. I'm going to check out this event. I'm going to check out real estate. And you take those first couple steps. So all of these things, there's a ton of things now. So we understand we have a longing or a need, and there's all these things that have happened in our life right? That's likely stopping us from doing that thing that we want to do. So that longing that you have, you're being stopped by things that have happened in your life already, your past, your history, right? You have a wound, some sort of wound, which is causing suffering inside of you. And you might not know exactly what it is, but you have a wound. We all have them. We carry them around, and we live through them, right? You have this wound. And Michael Haig, in that uh, Heroes Two Journeys, he defined a wound as an unhealed source of continuing pain. An unhealed source of continuing pain that's going on inside of you. And it might not be readily apparent what's happening, but it's there. You carry it around every day. So let's go to Shrek right now, real quick. I'll show a quick minute, like minute or two clip, and we'll see kind of Shrek's wound, right? Like what's going on, what's his problem, what he's carrying around problem shrek what you got against the whole world anyway huh look i'm not the one with the problem okay it's the world that seems to have a problem with me people take one look at me and go ah help run a big stupid ugly ogre (sighs) they judge me before they even know me that's why i'm better off alone okay so shrek he is he has this like inside and he's saying like i'm better off alone I'm an ugly ogre. Like, I don't want people around. He has probably been told over and over and over again. You saw it earlier in the movie when Lord Farquaad is standing there going, oh, an ogre. It's hideous. Kill it, right? If you remember that, like, battle scene in the beginning where they, somebody, I don't know if you guys remember that, but he, like, breaks off the thing, starts throwing people around, and they're wrestling and all this stuff, and he just Beats up everybody, right? But everybody's saying it's an ugly ogre. Ooh, get out of here. Like, go live in the swamp by yourself. So he is fighting this off. But he has this wound because people have been telling him over and over. And something in you is causing that continuing pain and suffering. And what happens with suffering? Suffering causes fear. Fear right? And we get scared. So now we've got this wound. It's causing this suffering. And this suffering is building up some fear inside of us that we're not going to go out on that adventure. We're not going to take that step into what we want to do. We say we want to flip 10 houses or we want to wholesale houses or we want to leave our full-time job, but you're afraid to go do that thing. And then it's out of this fear, it's out of this fear that you build your identity. Your identity is built out of this wound and this suffering and this fear. Can you see the problem here? Like the problem that we're building on our, our identity and who we are fundamentally around fear, wounds, and suffering. And saying we're not going to go do something because we're afraid of the outcome of what might happen. And that could be your upbringing, it could be your job, it could be your kids, it could be your family, it could be uh, a relationship that you've had in the past that didn't work out, it could be money, it could be all the things that have happened to you. They use an example of the firm in that uh, hero's Two Journeys. And Mitch McDeer in The Firm, if you've ever read the book or, or watched the movie, he was, grew up in a trailer park, right? And the family was in jail. Like, how could he be a high-powered lawyer that makes a bunch of money? That's not who he is, fundamentally. Same thing with Shrek here, right? He's building this armor around himself. So the identity that we build up is so important for what we do next. So, like, take some stock into how you're building your identity. Like, who are you? How do you define yourself? It's typically out of these things, like out of this wound, this fear, these things, and we have to break through that. We have to get past that. And you have this longing, but the identity is stopping you because of the fear. Like, and the interesting thing that hopefully you guys are hearing this and understanding this, that this identity that we're talking about, the cool part about it is it's not true. Like this identity, the ability to, this fear, this suffering, this wound, It's not true. It was just a point in our life. It's something in the past that we can't change. It's nothing going to happen. We need to move forward. So it's not true. So this identity that we created, it covers up who we truly are, like deep down who we are. And it's the protective armor that we build up around ourselves. This identity that we build up around is protective armor, right? So right now, I just want to show you a quick image from Shrek 2. Uh, sorry, Shrek as well, right? Not Shrek 2, Shrek 1. So uh, throw up the image, there it is behind me. You can see, Shrek, this is is an image from the movie where he goes in and he fights that fire-breathing dragon, right? They go across the moat, he rescues Princess Fiona and he pulls her down and he slides down the hill and she's like, my savior! And what does he have on his head? He's got a giant mask and helmet covering his face. She cannot tell that he's an ogre yet, right? His identity is covered up at that time. And this is so symbolic at that point where he's the hero and his identity is covered up by this helmet and this mask. Like they didn't do this by accident. And so all of us were carrying this thing around, we're carrying around this identity, this fear, this suffering, and things like and we and we, we don't necessarily wear it on our sleeves, it's deep in our heart, it's 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 down in our in our subconscious, but we're carrying it around as armor to protect us from failing, from failure, right? From that fear. So the good thing about identity, like I said, it protects us so we don't get heart hurt, and it's also not true. But the bad thing about this identity, this armor that we put on, is that we can't be our true selves. We can't be who we truly are if we're living in that identity. So I want to go to Shrek one more time, okay? And then I'll I'll probably keep it on me. But um, it's a clip that I pulled out to show you how, like, Shrek is holding on so strong to his identity, even when Donkey is, like, trying to beat it out of him, okay? For your information, there's a lot more to ogres than people think. Example? Example? Okay, um... Ogres are like onions. They stink? Yes. No. Oh, they make you cry? No! Oh, you leave them out in the sun, they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs. No! Layers! Onions have layers. Ogres have layers. Onions have layers? You get it. We both have layers. (sighs) Oh, you both have layers. Oh. You know, not everybody like onions. Cake! Everybody loves cakes. Cakes have layers. I don't care what everyone likes. Ogres are not like cakes. You know what else everybody likes? Parfait. Have you ever met a person you say, hey, let's get some parfait? They say, hell no, I don't like no parfait. Parfaits is delicious. No! You dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden! Ogres are like onions. End of story. Bye bye. See you later. Parfait may be the most delicious thing on the whole damn planet. You know, I think I preferred your humming. Do you have a tissue or something? Because I'm making a mess. Just the word parfait made me start slobbering. (laughs) All right. Just the word parfait makes me start slobbering. I I love that clip. But you can see, like, when you actually break it down, right? He's saying, I'm like Onion. I got layers. I got other problems. I got things that have happened in my life that are causing me pain. It's right there. You can see it, right? Now that you kind of, like, unravel it, he's got all this pain. And Donkey there is actually the mentor in this story. Uh, They called it the mirror in the Heroes 2 journey. But he's actually the mentor that's, like, guiding him through all this, right? And he's pushing back. He's not letting Shrek stop doing that. And, like, the parfait thing is really funny. I, I keep, I watch this with my kids. I, I was preparing for this presentation. I watched it with my kids like two or three times. And my son, Will, just laugh hysterically every time he hears that quote. So uh, shout out to you, buddy. If you're watching, uh, we, uh, uh, we had fun watching Shrek. So um, so you're like this parfait, you got layers. You're like a cake, you're like an onion. That's, that's who we think that we are, right? We have this identity that wraps us, us up. So now I think we can all agree that, you are the hero of your story. I know that I'm the hero of my story. And whatever movie that's being created about you is you've got this character, right? You, we define the character. So now if you think back, like what are the wounds? What are the, what are the struggles? What's the fear inside of you to not get to that outer journey that you have, right? That longing or that need, whichever one it is. I would suspect that a lot of you have a longing because you're here. If I was talking to people who weren't paying for uh, an event like this, who weren't coming, who weren't showing up, then they might have a need that they don't know what's fulfilled in their job. Or you might have somebody in your life that you're like, they just need to do something else. They, need, they have a need. They don't even know it. You see it, but they don't. We all see it in Trek, right? We see it, but he doesn't until time goes on. So I think we can also all agree that we're all pretty messed up, right? So we all have some things in our past that were pretty messed up. Nobody's perfect. we got things that, we've got relationships that went wrong. We've got uh, that job that we shouldn't have gotten. We've got uh, money problems. We've got stress. We've made mistakes. All those things. We're pretty messed up. So if we can all agree that we're the hero of our journey and we're all pretty messed up, then I think we can go back. We can kind of back out of that to say, okay, we understand this character. We understand that there is a character in the story. It's us. And now what I want to do is I want to talk about the journeys. So these two journeys that these guys talked about, Michael Haig and Christopher Vogler and and Joseph Campbell, uh, originally obviously, is he said they're on two journeys. You have this outer journey, which is the longing, right? It's the thing that we talked about. It's like, I wanna flip 10 houses. I wanna make $250,000 a year in real estate. I wanna quit my job. Whatever it is for you, you have some longing. Right for me, it was the fact that I got married, I ha- had our first son, and I realized that I had three mouths to feed, and I don't know what I want to do. I want some independence. I want my time back. I want all of these things. Right? I had this like longing. I said f- flipping twelve houses a year would make me an extra three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. I can still fly airplanes on the side. I thought that was possible. And then, like, okay, that's what I—that's my—that was my longing. Why didn't I just get off my butt and do it? Because I had this thing holding me back, right? This identity, this fear, these things. So. Typically, your longing is defined by others in the beginning, like what you think you should do or what you think is possible at that time, right? It's defined by others. And you go on this journey, like you, this outer journey, the obstacles to all of this journey are pretty visible. For me, it was like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. You guys have something that is kind of like a visible obstacle to get you to that place, and you you're typically will use the excuse of I don't have time or I don't have money instead of the fact that my identity is not strong enough. Like I, I have this character problem. I have these flaws. I have these fears. You don't accept that. You use the other thing as an excuse, the fact that I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have what that other person has, the yeah butters, yeah but they have that, and I don't have that. Yeah, but they can do that, and I can't do that. They have the skill set. So a lot of times, that is defined by other people or what we think is holding us back, right? The obstacles are visible in this outer journey. And so we kind of stop, or we don't do anything. In Shrek, there was a moat. There was a fire-breathing dragon. There was Lord Farquaad who was trying to like, smash him down and marry the girl that he fell in love with and all that stuff towards the end, right? And so that was this kind of like visible barriers But ultimately, you can see even in the onion piece and later when he talks about um, uh, the world not caring about him, you can see that there's something deeper going on, right? And that is, for us, is the inner journey. So the outer journey, the visible obstacles, competition, no money, no knowledge, none of that stuff, right? But the real journey is not obvious to us. That inner journey is what we're all on. And that's the part where if we can really start figuring that out, then we can get out of this uncomfort. We can get out of this fear. We can get past the obstacles. We can break that stuff down and we can start getting closer to that journey that we need to go on. So the inner journey is about fulfillment, true fulfillment of what you want. And it's typically not money, even though you think you want more of it. It's typically not. There's something else that will fulfill you and something that fulfills me might not fulfill you. And so you're on this journey, but it's not obvious, right? You don't know where you are in it. And it's a journey from fear to courage. It's defined by yourself, what's inside of you, not defined by others. And typically right now, that outer journey that you're on is defined by others. It, this is defined inside by you. The obstacles come from the hero. Shrek is putting up the obstacles in that movie. The real problem wasn't the fire-breathing dragon, it wasn't the moat, it wasn't Lord Farquaad, it was himself, right? It was the armor that he put on around himself, saying, I wanna be alone, I'm happy alone. He's not happy, it's obvious to all of us. And I bet somebody could look at you and be like, that's not the journey that they really want to go on, there's something else that's happening. So it's inside of us, and it's obvious to others, but it's not obvious to ourselves. So if we dig a little bit deeper, which I plan on doing, we'll figure out how to get to that place. So the obstacles are very important. They're important because they're going to break down and shed your identity. This character identity that you build up, this armor that you build up, you need to start making some, some chips in that armor, you need to start denting that armor. And the obstacles and struggles that you're going through right now, or you will go through in the future, are what is going to do that. Like to shed that armor, to shed that identity from the past, you have to go through trials and tribulations and break down the armor. So Michael Haig talks about the fact that this identity, like I said, is not true, right? It's not who we truly are, and that's the good thing. The thing is, it protects us from all of this stuff. And we're afraid to shed that identity, shed that armor, because then we're vulnerable, right? You become vulnerable in your life, in business, whatever it is, you become vulnerable. And we hold back. We try not to shed that, I- that identity. But you have to get into your essence, and he calls it your essence. And he defines it as who you truly are. When you get rid of all the armor, you get rid of the job holding you back, the money, the, the, the past, all that stuff, you get into your essence, like who you truly are. And you have the constant battle inside yourself between protection and risk, right? Protection versus risk. Fear versus courage, right? And identity versus essence, like truly living in our essence, like who we really are. And it's hard. It's scary. So what, we, what needs to happen inside of this journey is, this is the hard part, right? In movies, a lot of times, you get to this, they build up this climax, and then somebody dies, Right? In the movie, usually, something happens, something big happens, and they turn the corner. And what I, what I think, and for most of us, what happens is we have this identity. Identity is covering up the essence, right? It's the armor around this essence of who we truly are. In your inner journey, what needs to happen is that identity, that old identity needs to die. Once that thing dies, that armor is shed, you become vulnerable, you kill that old self, then you can start building up that new self. And that's that inner journey that goes on inside of us. So some of you are struggling. Some of you are doing really well, but you're not fulfilled. Some of you, you're all over the place. We're all at different places in this journey. Everybody here, I mean, we, I'm looking at people that I know have million dollar businesses. I'm looking at people that I know have never done a deal before or just getting started. And there's things that are holding all of us back. We all have this. Everybody is on this outer journey that we think that's, that's visible to us And then we're on this inner journey that's behind the scenes that we don't even know is happening until we we wake up, we kill that old identity, we turn the corner and we go, whoa, what just happened here, right? And we come to somebody somebody different, like that person that we truly want to be, that we feel fulfilled. So we have to push through those limiting beliefs, those false beliefs. This does not happen overnight. This is why you cannot be an overnight success. It's just not possible. You're not self-made, you're not an overnight success, it's not possible. You might think that people get from, like, doing zero deals to making a million dollars in one year. I've seen it, you know? That's the outer journey that a lot of people are on, but the inner journey goes a lot deeper than that. They might not be fulfilled in that outer journey. So they're, they're going through this journey. It doesn't happen overnight to, to slay the armor, to kill all that stuff off, and to be in this new essence, this essence that you want to be in, and just move on to the next step. You have to go through the struggles, the trials, the tribulations, all that stuff. So let me ask you this, what's stopping you right now? Like there's something that's stopping you. And you're you're listening to me right now and I know that you are and I know there's something inside of your head that's like, you know what, there's this time from the past that makes me scared and I don't want to go forward because of this. And there's something, like write it down, there's something inside of you, inside your head right now, just write it down. And think about that, like why is that stopping you? Like why is that thing holding you back? What is it that's holding you back and why? And it, and it might be from your outer journey. You don't know where you are, where you are right? So what I want to do right now is on this big screen, we have the ability here, I can put a graphic on it. So I want to put a graphic of this journey. And I simplified it, okay? So um, Joseph Campbell has 17 steps. I've seen people have like 34 of these in this journey. And what I want to do is I just quickly want to go through and break it down for you so you guys can see it. So over here, Right now, you've got this ordinary world. So this is the outer journey. This supernatural world is identifying the inner journey. And then the ordinary world is when you come back to that outer journey at the end. So they look at it like there's this, there's this, uh, this ordinary world that you're living in. That's this outer journey that's clearly defined. You know what you want to do. But that inner journey is this supernatural world, like you turn the corner and you go into a place that you didn't even think existed, right? So in the beginning, you've got this call to adventure. So the first step in the ordinary world, you're on this journey, is a call to adventure, right? And it's saying like, I wanna go flip houses, like I'm so excited, or I'm going to Flip Hacking Live. This is my call to adventure, I wanna go, this is awesome. And then there's some refusal of the call. You refuse the call. You're just like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't have time. I don't have money. Oh, it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I can't get off work. I can't do that. I can't spend three days with Bill and his team. Come on. That's crazy. Virtually. I mean, I'll give him five days in person, but three days virtually. Ah, I can't do that. I got, I got stuff to do. So there's this refusal of the call, whatever it is. And you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I can do that. Right. And everybody goes through it. I know I did. I was like, I want to flip 12 houses a year. And I just didn't know how to do it. I was stuck, I was I, stopped. I, I remember, <laughs> I'll talk about my story in a second. Refusal of the call. Then you got a meeting of the mentor. You meet the mentor and it might be right here. It might be right here at this event. Is you meet, this event is what you need. This event is the catalyst. You meet the mentor, whether it's me, Andy, Mike, anybody that steps on the stage, you just find something or some like aha that you have and you can go, right? That, that you, you, first you were refusing it. You finally showed up here and you meet the mentor. It's like, oh my gosh, I have exactly what I need. I can go. And then you cross the threshold into this supernatural world, into this inner journey, you start going on this journey that you said you couldn't do, but now you're gonna say, okay, I can do it. And you meet all these tests and challenges, right? It's all the stuff that I talked about. All these things start popping up, these tests, these challenges, these struggles, all these things. And you have to go through them. And very slowly, they're, they're breaking the armor. They're, breaking, they're chi- making chips in the armor. It's coming off. And your, your past is not defining you anymore. You're starting to go. You're going forward. You're starting to do a deal. You're starting to see progress, see success, meeting a, meeting a challenge and pushing through it. And that's what happens in this journey. Like, I've been through so many of these. So many of this, so much of this has happened in my five-year journey, but everybody sees the outside. They see all the rainbows and butterflies. They don't see all the struggles, right? We go through this, and very slowly, we're changing our identity. And then at some point, we reach that point where we have this death and rebirth. And that death of the old identity is gone. We're living in our essence, and we're starting to build this new identity. This atonement and new meaning starts happening. You start building up this new meaning and you start understanding that you're, you're seeing fulfillment, you're impacting other people, you're, changing, like, you, you're making more money, you're, you're feeling more fulfilled, you're excited, this new journey is so great, it's amazing, right? And then what happens, you get more tests and challenges as you go, right? More things happen, they start like problems and, and issues and tests and challenges, you, and you're, at this point, you're like, I'm going. Like I remember at year two and year three in those places, I'm just like, I got this. Like I don't need, I don't need to refuse the call anymore. I'm going. I got it. And then, this transformation happens. This transformation where you're like, you know what? I, I built this new character, I, I'm living in my essence, I'm feeling fulfilled, I'm making contributions, I love it. This is so great for me, Like I'm, now I'm so happy, right? And then out of that, you return to the ordinary world, you come out of this journey, out of this inner, inner journey that you're on, and you come out back into this ordinary world and what do you have? At this point, you've achieved this mastery, right? You've mastered that inner journey. You've mastered that character change. You're now living in this point where you're like in your essence, right? So I'm going to ask you to do something real quick, and I want you to just grab your pen and paper and just look at this and say, hey, where are you on your journey? At what point are you? Are you did you just get called to adventure? Maybe you have refused the call and you're, you came here and this is, this is what you needed. Maybe you've met the mentor. Maybe you're crossing the threshold and you're starting to see that inner journey. Maybe you're going through all the tests and challenges right now. Maybe you've met mastery. Maybe you're there. Like, where are you on this journey? Just write it down. Get an idea of where you are there. Because from there, now you can start understanding that I am actually going through this journey. You can be intentional about it, right? You can think about what the next step is. If you're here, the exciting part of being here, this call to adventure, refusal of the call, meeting the mentor, stuff like that, you're not going to know what this journey is going to be like. But knowing that it's coming might allow you to understand what you need to do or when you're faced with that challenge, you can stand tall instead of turn around and run away and go back to that identity, go back to that armor, throw that suit of armor back on that you've been shedding over those, that time. So the key to all this is the identity statement statement. And I'm going to give you the secret here. This is probably the most profound thing that I've ever heard. As I listen to this Heroes 2 journeys, like over and over and over again to prepare for this. The identity statement is the biggest thing, and I want you guys to write this down. So the biggest thing. It's the most profound question that I've heard in a long time. And he said, Michael Haig said, every hero needs to ask themselves one question. And that question will help you on this inner journey. So I want you to think of the goal that you have. What's the outer journey that you're on? What's the visible thing? What's that, I want to flip 10 houses. I want to flip 12. Think about what your, what your longing is or what your need is. If you understand your need now, like what are those two things? You're the hero in the story. What is it? Get it in your head. What is it? And think about that, okay? What's the goal? Like why did you come to this event maybe? Why did you start your business? Why are you doing this real estate thing? And the question you need to ask yourself is the identity statement that we all have is, I will do whatever it takes. So write this down. I will do whatever it takes to achieve my goal. I will do whatever it takes to achieve my goal. Just don't ask me to blank. I will do whatever it takes to achieve my goal. Just don't ask me to blank because that's just not me. I will do whatever it takes to achieve my goal. Just don't ask me to blank because that's not me. So what's that one thing that you're not willing to do? That thing that's stopping you from reaching your goal and overcoming that goal. There's something that you're just not willing to do. And. Very quickly, my story is pretty easy. I had this call to adventure. I wanted to flip some houses. I wanted to make some money on the side. I got interested in real estate. I said, I don't know if I can do it. I got a full-time job. I'm an active-duty military pilot. That's what I do. That's who I am. That's what defines me. I save my money. I don't take risks. I'm conservative. I I definitely don't invest in, in coaching and mentorship. I don't even buy a book. I go to the library and rent books. And then I met the mentor. I listened to the podcast. I met Andy McFarlane. And I crossed that threshold and I said, okay, I remember him saying something to me. He said, you're going to have to hire a team if you want to do what you do, what you want to do. You want to flip 12 houses a year while still flying for the Navy? You need to hire a couple people. And I said, that's not me. I'm not interested in that. I'm not responsible for people's money. You probably heard the story before. I don't be responsible for putting food on people's tables, making their paychecks, all that stuff. I didn't want it to be me. And I was scared. That was the biggest fear that I had, was being responsible for other people. I know I could do the work, I could, but I couldn't carry it myself. And I went through this whole thing, all the tests and challenges, and all the struggles and everything, and I got, to the, I got to the back side of this. And now, the thing that motivates me and drives me the most is putting food on other people's table, on taking care of my staff and my team, on watching them make a, more money than they thought they could ever make, making an impact on other people. Like, that is the biggest thing to me. That is the most important thing to me. So for you, that one thing that you're not willing to do, and that was my journey, that was the inner journey of me, was to say, I am a leader. I was a leader in the military. Why am I not a leader in my business? I can put food on people's table. I can be responsible. I can make payroll. I can do deals. I can be the leader. I can be the boss. I can run a big company. I was scared. I'd never done that before. I was, I, I just di- couldn't see it. It was, and that was the, It was was a need that I didn't even know existed to make impact on other people's lives, to bring them up, to motivate them, to go do now doing this. It's like I can can impact so many more people here by putting this event together, bringing them on stage, our mastermind groups, everything that we do. We can motivate you guys through your journey and now seeing other people on the other side of this journey and achieving mastery for me. It's like that is the most amazing thing that I could possibly have. And I had no idea that I was going to do any of this when I said I want to flip I just want to flip a house. And you're in that journey. You're the hero of that journey right now. Like you're living in that right now. You're just at a different point on this timeline. Like you're going you're gonna to go through all this stuff, and you have to understand that it's okay. You're on the journey for a reason. You're going to shed that identity. You're going to get on the backside of this, and you're going to achieve mastery. It just depends on how long. Everybody's going to go across this journey a little bit differently. So, I want to end with this. You guys have that identity statement, I want you to read it, I want you to think about it. If I, if I could see that in the beginning, and believe me, I would have written that down and I would have had no idea why that thing was in that blank. And I don't want you to intentionally go after that thing, but I want you to realize why that thing is stopping you. I want you to look back at your character, I want you to look back at your past and all the problems that you've had, and all the wounds and how deep they are and everything about that, and say, why am I so afraid to do this? Why is this not me? Because you are defining yourself as who you are. You are using your past, you're using the wounds, you're using all those things to create that. And that's what's stopping you. That's what's stopping you from re- reaching mastery right now. And if you realize that now over here, this should shorten and it should condense a lot more. So I wanna leave you with this. It's a straight line on here, right? And everybody sees it. And you say, okay, yeah, that makes sense, Bill. You're on that journey, and then you reach mastery in, in the real estate business, and now the things that were a big deal before are not a big deal now. But it's not that easy, it's not a straight line, okay? It's really a circle. So what I want to do is I want to put this up. It's really this. This is it, okay? And you just go around and around this circle over and over and over again. And I reached that mastery in, in that, that my real estate business. My team was running. I, I got that time freedom. And what did I do? I bought this company. and I took this next journey. I got this call to adventure. Justin Williams called me and said, hey, I'm, you, do you want to be interested in buying this company? And I was like, no way. Are you insane? I can't do that. I can't do that, it's not me talking on stage, running a podcast, none of that stuff's me. That's not me, I'm not a podcast host. I remember talking to Mike Simmons that day saying, "Uh, I don't even know what to do. And so what happened, I met some mentors, I crossed the threshold, tests and challenges, killed that old self, and now I'm somewhere over here, right, building that myself back up in that atonement of meaning and returning and trying to reach mastery in this business so I can help you guys get to your next level. And what happens again, round and around and around we go in life, okay? And we're constantly killing off that old character And that old identity and becoming somebody new. And that's what happens. That's what happens to us. Cycles happen in your life. And it's a process. And it doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to leave here and become a master house flipper if you've never done a deal. But you can. Just like everybody else. Ask yourself that identity statement. Think about that. You'll start the process all over again. You're somewhere, in this, you're somewhere on this journey. Accept it, in, embrace it, and you can go out and reach mastery. And that's what we're doing here over these three days. We have a movie that you guys are the hero. You are the star of this movie. Not me, not Mike, not Andy, you. You're the star over these three days, and the people up here are the supporting cast on your journey to success and mastery.